good afternoon. I am Dr. James Smith Jr. And welcome to the Dr. James Show. I'm thrilled that you're here. I'm thrilled to dive into the show. Again, we say it every week. The show is going to be lit. Another one, another one. And we are promising to make that happen again today. And continuing, continuing with the lit theme, Shannon Peck, my co-pilot, is always lit. Shannon, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's oh up, girlfriend? Last week in January, we're leaving the month strong with this upcoming guest. Yeah. Folks might even leave here with some, some tools and techniques. Uh, those business owners, those, those who work for a corporation or a company, entrepreneurs, I'm excited to learn more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, do not be shy in the chat room. Make sure that you go to your chat button, you ask our guest questions, make your comments, we'll, it, within the hour, we'll do our best to get them all in. We wanna make this as interactive as possible. And like I always say, do not be shy. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Uh, our guest is gonna share a ton of pearls. So I guess they should be getting ready to take notes, whether it's on their phone, writing it down. Trust me, I've known our guest for some time. And every time I'm with her, I take something away. So we want them to take notes, right? Super excited. All right, let's, oh, let's, let's, let's do this, and let's do this. Our guest for today, um, like I men mentioned earlier, I've known her for some time. She's good people. I call her TM, she calls me JSJ. Uh, we collaborated on a number of projects. Uh, she has mentored me, I have mentored her, but she's just a phenomenal person. I call her my sister, TM. Welcome, Tanya Murphy, to the Dr. James Show. Here she comes. Here she comes. JSJ. TM in the house. <laughs> What's happening? What is happening in your life these days? Thank you for having me, sir. What's happening in my world? You know. I mean, that's that's that sales executive at Pandora, not just a salesperson, sales executive. So what's happening in the sales executive life, personally and professionally? What's happening with TM these days? Well, here's the deal. I'm going to open by saying, you know, since the new year just opened, I um, I opened 2021, you know, feeling like I needed to, I first said reset, but really it's more a refinement. Is I, I want to look at it more as a refinement. And so I, I, um, I opened with three things. One, I wanted to spend more time, you know, with, with God and and, and reading and understanding who he is, more about my purpose. Um, I wanted to make sure that I was continuing to get exercise in my life. So every day, you know, I'm spending at least 30 minutes moving my body in some way. And um, just for the month of January, I am plant-based. And it's more about, you know, is, is less about the food and more about the discipline behind it. Mm. Good, good. T Tanya, what contributed to the refine rather than reset? Because you were very clear about that. What inspired you to polish and not start all over again, not reboot? I think it was just that. I, I didn't feel like I needed to start fresh, start over. I felt like I needed to, to really polish, you know, what was already there. I think 2020, 
you know, has been a year for all of us. And, and I'll sum it up this way. I'll sum it up this way. It feels like 2020 and 2021 to some degree has been, you know, from insurrection to inauguration. Mm. Right. Yeah. And I'm using those words purposely because we all can relate to that. And so, you know, there was a, there are days I felt hopelessness and then there are days I felt so hopeful. So I didn't feel like I needed to reset. I just needed to refine what was already there. That's good. That's good. Yeah. TM, typically when someone asks me, how did you meet him or how did you meet her? I give them a little story, but when people ask me, how did we meet? Oh, I love, I love that story because we were doing, we as in, I think it was Core States Bank at the time when Power 99, there was a show, there was a, a, a day of career development and you were production, you were helping running it. And I was the keynote speaker. And back then I was doing my Jackson 6 routine, Michael, Marlon, Tito, Jermaine, Jackie, and Jim. And I was one of the Jackson 6 and I had my Afro, I had my broom for the, for the guitar, I had my brush for the microphone. And you looked at me like I was crazy. You were cracking up. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you, we were doing a career fair and that is where we met. And it's almost like, so, so those who are watching, they see you how you look today. So you've always been, you know, Dapper Don, you're always gonna show up, right? You're gonna have on the suit, you're gonna, you know, come in with your swag. And so I see a businessman, you know, corporate, you know, uh, a very corporate, you know, and then as I'm walking through, you know, running around, make sure everybody's good and clients are good and everything's good. I turn and you literally transformed yourself from what you look like now to the Jackson five, six, Jackson six. And, and it was a moment for me. I mean, literally in that moment, it's like, wait, who is that dude? Who, who, who is that dude that will give all of himself? To mm. point. You gave all of yourself to prove a point. I had to know you. And then, you know, so many years later for our relationship still to be, yeah. you know, it's just, it, it was, it was a moment. It was a moment. A moment I'll never, never forget. I'm considering doing a refinement of the Jackson six. We'll see. We'll see. I've known you forever. You, you, you've done Fox, you've done greater media, Radio One, now Pandora. Take us through your journey, your steps. What led to where you are today? So I'm a graduate of Cabrini University. I didn't go uh, away that far to school. I wanted to get far enough away where I didn't have to live at home. My sister went to Temple and because she went to Temple, she lived at home. <laughs> I'm like, eh, I, I wanna go away. So I went a little further you know, down the road to, to Cabrini. <laughs> My mother and, and, and my dad, who helped too, um, you know, they were paid for a room and board. But when I was there, I really wanted to be a news reporter. That's really where, where my heart was. I, I can see you. I can see you. Yeah, I remember as a little girl watching the news and just being so, you know, engaged in, in those who, was, who were delivering the news. What was lacking, though, was folks who looked like me with my hair tight. That I didn't see. But that, I loved it, right? And so um, while I was at Cabrini, I interned at Channel 6, Channel 10. You know, I was in the mix and that's really what I, what I wanted to do. 
Um, I landed in a, uh, a role at Channel 10 in the business office. And actually my older sister and I, we worked together for some time. And to this day, she's still an accountant. I was a fish out of water. One plus one never equaled two. (laughs) That was not my deal. But for her, she was in, she had found her niche. It wasn't, but, but we were working in the finance, finance department at channel 10. So I knew I was in the right place, but, but in the wrong department, I was, I was placed wrong. I was like a fish out of water. And there was a, a sales department and there was a traffic department. And I'm like, sales? What are these people doing? What are they doing? And I went on an information gathering interview. I'll never forget that. And I landed a position, long story short, I landed a position as a sales assistant. Well, there was a woman on the team. Her name is Marianne Miller. And my God, this woman, she has such command. You know, mm. she has such creativity. Her name was Marianne Miller, right? M&M. So she knew branding so perfectly. Whenever she went to a client meeting, she would drop a little bag of M&Ms on the desk before she started her meeting. That's how she branded herself. And I'm like, wait, who is this chick? She let me go on sales calls with her. She taught me what, what nail color uh, to wear, how to dress, how to present myself. And, um, you know, I still thank her, you know, to this day for all that she gave. So I landed a sales assistant position at Channel 10. From there, I was so ready. Seven or eight months later, I landed a position at um, PHL 17. Wow. So I was, you know, in sales doing my own thing, which, you know, even as an assistant, you can never be ready to be a, a, a salesperson because the roles are just very different. And from PHL 17, um, from there... I met the manager at Power 99 and let me, t- Power 99 was really where, that's where we met, yeah. is where I came in, in into my own. Um, I grew a lot, learned a lot, loved it because I, you know, all, you know, I've been in a world of, of radio or Pandora, music has always been my backdrop, but I always yeah. sold consumer. I always sold the consumer. Right. And music is so good, you know, it's, it draws people in. You, you know how music makes you feel. You know, you can't think of a life moment without having music as the backdrop. Absolutely. You think of your prom, you think of your wedding. You know, music has always been my dra- backdrop, but it's always been about the consumer, right? And so at that moment, I was selling really black consumers. I was selling myself. I was selling my mom as a consumer. I was selling, you know, my family as consumers. And so I loved it. I love the education of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, be, I, I, I grew and I, be, I jumped into management, which is a totally different job from management. I jumped over to Clear Channel in management, grew, learned, you know, became a leader, loved my team. Um, when and, you, and you've done all of this in five years. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. Five years. <laughs> it's amazing. Five years. Five years. Shannon, come join the party. This, this the party's getting started really good. Really. I'm literally good. giggling to myself. I wonder what my family thinks sometimes. Thank God everyone else is on some type of Zoom call because I'm I'm giggling to myself throughout your whole conversations the two of you are having. <laughs> Which I love, and I, I can't get the visual of Dr. James in an Afro wig um, out of my mind, but I appreciate. And if there's any photographs floating around, we'd, we'd, we'd love to see them. 
<laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm halfway through my story, but can I jump in with another one? Imagining Jim. Jump Jim, of course. Jim, I don't know if I don't know if you'll remember this, but we had a business meeting in Center City um, one one day, and when we when we got up from having this business meeting, we were walking to the parking garage to our cars, and we heard there's music again. We heard a, a song; it was a jam that hit us both at the same time in our suits, in you know this corporate setting. We we just started jamming. And, and like literally walking and dancing to our cars and people are sitting, having their meetings and making deals happen. And we're like dancing literally in, a, in the middle of the day back to the parking lot. <laughs> I remember, I remember. <laughs> Shan, what's, what's, what's happening in the chat room before Tanya finishes the story? Well, I love it. Folks are just saying, love, loving the journey. Please share pictures. Um, and you know, as, as the executive that you are in advertising and all of your experience within marketing, can you share with our viewers and listeners maybe some basic marketing practices that, that they can leverage today, especially for our entrepreneurs that they might be missing in some, just some baseline things that, that they might be missing from your professional perspective to help us out? Yeah, I think I'm going to start with with the, the the brand message. You know, defining you know who you are, whether it is your brand or who you are as a person. I think there are so many correlations between you know from a business standpoint. Um, let's look at your business, Jim, as an example. You know, Jim Pact Enterprises, and then there's you, right? So there are a lot of correlations between you know, how you um, approach, you know, the business that you're going to go after. And I think it first starts with being able to identify who you are. There's an acronym that I like to use in these kinds of conversations. And the acronym is SHAPE. Mm. And the S stands for spiritual. And, you know, first it's understanding what those God-given talents are. It's, you know, who you are, embracing who you are. The H stands for heart. And it's all about your passion, you know, getting to the heart of the matter. What are your passions? You know, what are your, what are your, what's your purpose? Um, the A stands for attitude. You know, attitude, I think, you know, goes under the radar a little bit. We feel like we can show up and just, you know, be, be moved by the day but your attitude sets the tone in a big way of not only what you project, but also what you get back, right? And then the P stands for personality. Mm. So, you know, embrace who you are, you know, the, the personality of it all, you know, you know, I don't know why um, Barack Obama is coming to mind, but he didn't change himself because mm. of a title. You know, he didn't become presidential he just was yeah. and 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 that's what I love about him that's what I will always love about him and then the e is for experiences so you take the good and you take the bad of it you know I just got through half my story but what I learned at Cabrini and what I learned at PHL 17 what I learned at greater media and radio one the good and bad of it what I'm learning at Pandora all of it all of it creates who I am and and, and that's the get in shape part. That, that is the part of getting in shape. So I think, you know, marketers, professionals, 
we have to keep that in mind that you know we, we have to not only um, uh, get in shape, but we have to stay in shape. Stay in shape. Wow, wow. Th Shannon, thank you. T TM, that was good. That was really good. Get in shape and stay in shape. I want you to finish the story, yeah. getting to Pandora. Then I want to talk to you about something I believe you know a lot about, and that's building relationships and maintaining relationships. Surely. Um, so I so I think I I and I stopped where um, I was jumping into Power ninety nine and then management and then DAS and I spent some time um, there. Then I was recruited out at uh, at Radio One, and you know I spent you know just maybe two years there, and then I was saved. Um, by Greater Media, and I had a wonderful time at Greater Media. By the way, you followed me all along oh, yeah. the paths, right? And then I ended up at Fox, and I literally thought I was going to retire at Fox. That I, you know, I was good. Life was great. It was almost like right here, coming out of a world where it was always, you know, lots of ups and downs, and it was like, oh my gosh, so steady at Fox. And when you were at Fox, you got me on. I was doing my Monday moment. Monday moments. Get up with We were waking up to your message on Mondays. I remember that. That was wonderful. Um, and then, you know, I met a guy who I worked with in a past life, and we had a cup of coffee, and he wanted to share with me about Pandora. And it was all, it was so magnetic. It was like, wait, wait, Pandora is doing all this and, and, and could connect consumers with brands in such a way where it's measurable. And it just blew my mind, the capabilities, and, and I wanted in, so here I am. Bam. Yeah. Bam, here you are. Yeah. Now, I know power of relationships, you sharing your tips and wisdom, I've heard you talk about that. Before you dive in, I wanna show a clip where you talk about the power of building relationships. And then after the clip, I want you to finish up and give us some additional tips or ideas or thoughts about what we can do to build relationships. Let's show the clip right now. What I can tell you about the power of relationships is it's one element where I would encourage you not to overlook. And the one thing that I can share with you from my own experience is to be authentic and to be yourself because people will read right through it. And don't be afraid to be yourself. That when you're building relationships, let people understand who you are because we're emotional beings and people do business with those they trust. And I have a, I have a three prong, I guess, process that I like to share with my sellers. And that is the first is identify clients' needs. The second is sell solutions. And the third is win your client's trust. And then I put the dollar signs in between because if you win trust, then you win business. And another piece that I picked up recently from a guy who I absolutely love, I call him coach, um, is to give. Is to give without expecting things in return. And then great things happen to you. So the main thing I could tell you about building relationships is to be transparent, be authentic, and the third thing is to listen, to really listen uh, to details, which is something I'm still challenging myself to do because I'm constantly thinking about what my response is going to be. I encourage you, take time and step back and listen and get all the details and then move forth. 
Now I'm gonna I'm stand back right now and just listen to you fill in the blanks and add a little more flavor to that wisdom you just shared with us. Sure, I'm actually going to share a story. Mm. I'm gonna share a story because it is about relationships. And when I think back over my career and the relationships I was able to build, I mean, mind blowing. So the story I wanna share is there's a young man that, um, that I met and he was working uh, at Pico. And I remember uh, my manager at the time came to me and said, you know, Pico is on the competition. And I had been trying to break through, you know, Pico for, for quite some time. And I just wasn't having enough success. But when, when that manager came to me and said, Pico is doing a sponsorship with the competition, it's almost like there was a flame under my seat. Like the heat was so intense. Mm. And, you know, I, I often, you know, say, you know, we get paid to be creative. We get paid to think. It, you know, we get paid for strategy. And there's there's never, there, there, there are, you know, you read so many different books and there are certain things, you know, that, that matter that you have to touch. But a lot of it is very, you know, 50 shades of gray because we're dealing with people. My relationship, I'm so grateful for it, was so strong that this guy, um, called me in prior to the meeting to have a meeting with me to basically give me the points that would resonate when we were in the meeting. And basically what he did was he walked me through their SWAT. You know, he sat down with me, he was like, here are our strengths, here are our weaknesses, here are our opportunities, here are our threats. He gave me the the, the keys nice. to the palace, nice. so to speak. Nice. And you can't get someone to do that unless they trust you. Yeah. And no one's going to trust you unless you choose to be transparent, unless you choose to be authentic, unless you choose really to lean in and listen because the, 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 the answers are always there if we choose to see them. Yeah, yeah. that's good, great story. And speaking of stories, we're adding a new segment to the Dr. James show and you'll be the first one we tried on. Of <laughs> the, segment, <laughs> the segment is called, if it wasn't for blank, I wouldn't be where I am today. You fill in the blank. It could be a person, it could be an event, it could be an experience. No, it can't be mom and dad. But if it wasn't for blank, I wouldn't be here today. You yep. fill in the blank. Okay. Oh, a go is me? Yeah, which, what's your blank? If it wasn't for my experience, if it wasn't for getting fired, if it wasn't for my, my coach, my mentor, if it wasn't for me going back to school. Okay. If it wasn't for blank. Okay. I wouldn't be. Okay, how much time do I have? Because three <laughs> things have come to mind. You have 60 seconds, go. Seconds. Oh God. Okay. Let's see if I can get this in the 60 seconds. Um, let's see. If it were not for, if it were not for um, E. Stephen Collins giving me and moving me and pushing me to, to go up and, and meet my idol, Frankie Beverly, mm. I would not have known what is on the other side of apprehension, which is pure joy. 
And rest in peace, E. Stephen Collins, and master. E. Stephen Collins. If it were not for Lorraine Ballot Morrow, who came to me one morning with, with a sore throat saying, Tanya, I'm supposed to speak to a group of 300 people, but I cannot do it. I need you to step in and do it. Mm. If it weren't for that moment, I wouldn't have the confidence to speak in front of large groups. Wow. And the third thing I'd like to share, if it were not for my women's ministry at church who showed me how to serve, there mm. were two things. And I'm, go I'm going to go over, Jay. Uh, uh, Jay. I'm going to go a little over because I want to share this story, if I may. Can I? Hey, <laughs> go, for okay. go for it. DM. Not that go for it. All right. So, so in terms of serving, I, I was... I'm going to take my time, and I'm, so I'm, I know I'm going to go over. But if it weren't for this ministry who set out to serve a woman at my church when her daughter was dying, mm -hmm. I wouldn't really know how to serve. And let me, I just want to step back for a second. Yeah. When I was in Cabrini, you know, when I was a young woman, there were two jobs, and I don't want to be offensive for anyone, but there were two jobs I never wanted to do. The first was I never, you know, those folks who, who hold the signs um, or, or the guy who dresses up like the Liberty, like yeah. the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. I just felt like that's such a demeaning gig. And I don't want to offend anyone because somebody today needs that job. I totally get it. But for me, it wasn't for me. The same way things I'm involved with may not be for the next person. This is my story, right? It, this is my story. And the other thing I never wanted to do is I never wanted to have to clean um, and, and I'm going to say it this way, just simply because of the, the, the culture and the environment in which we live, I never wanted to have to, have to clean a white person's home. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is that's what my grandmother did. That's what my grandmother did as a living. And she was, she was not treat, treated kindly. She was not treated like a human. So those are the two things. I never voiced them, but in the back yeah, of my head, I sure, never wanted sure. to do so, so let me go, get back to the point. The point is, in my church, we were serving by cleaning a woman's house whose daughter was dying. I show up one morning with my bucket and my mop, with, with, my, with my serve partner, my serving partner. We get to the door. We knock on the door. Who opens but a white woman? And in that moment, which felt like it was lasting forever, I had a choice to make. Yep. Right? So if it were not for that moment, I would have never known that that's my sister and I'm here to serve. That's good. So, yeah, that's good. so I wanted to share those three things because if it had not been for the, and there's so many, if it had not been for the bad boss, yeah. you know, if it had not been for the firing, you know, where would I be now? So I'm grateful for all of it. <laughs> I really am. I think about your, your third example, and I always say when we're young, we look a lot like our parents, but when we get older, we look a lot like our choices, and you chose to go in and do what you had to do. Shannon, come on out, Shannon. What's, what's happening? What's happening?
I can't even type in the chat room because I'm too busy raising my hands up. I can't even, I'm just like, I'm, 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 I'm getting fed as I do every week on this show. But in the chat room, folks are loving shape. And for the listeners today and those who can't view the chat room, S, spiritual, H, heart, A, attitude, P, personality, and E, experiences. Love and shape, creating your own personal brand, um, heart, um, and they're just saying, so great, Tanya, love shape. Everybody is, is loving that. And from your video, if you win trust, you win business, give without respect, expecting in return, transparent, authentic, and listening. Everybody mm. say this is powerful. So I believe, Dr. James and Tanya, that there are a bunch of women and young ladies out there that are saying, if it were not for Tanya Murphy, because your ministry and what you do is, could you tell us a little bit about how you go and you help women and young women make positive life choices and decisions? What is one of the number one decisions you help them make or guide them into making? Authenticity. Mm. Be yourself. Knocking on my door, that's my research, authenticity. Be yourself. Yes. You know, I know this sounds so like a cliche, but literally like everyone else is, is taken. You know, um, I, share, I share with you guys, you know, I, I, I watched, you know, Dr. G last week and yeah. she's the doctor, but her ministry is resilience. You know, I am a, I'm a, I'm a sales professional, but my ministry is to serve God and serve others. Ooh. That's my ministry, you know, is to show up and be present. Earlier this year, I had a thought, you know, and spending, spending more time with God, right? I had a thought that how can, what little thing, what little thing can I do to help change this world? Because we need, we need change. I have not yet authored a book. I would love to author a book, but let, can I tell you that I came up with 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 a book it's very very we're very, getting that book done this year tm we're getting we're it done. Really done but literally in my head i've done the book and here is the whole book you ready hey neighbor lead with love the end <laughs> that, that's the book <laughs> i'm done i'm an author i'm done i love it and i love that you're in women's ministry and and young ladies because I think women have, it's not that they're authentic, but I think we have so many influences telling us what we should be, what we should look like. So it's a journey finding our authentic selves. And then to love, to love the neighbor may even become more difficult because as women, we have a tough time loving ourselves first before we can, wait, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get nuggets for myself here. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just you know what the reality is if we really embrace that it will be less about what we say and more about just being when when, I, when 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 you know in my mentorship the reason why i like to mentor youngsters is really about just bringing them along let them hear real life conversations let them hear you know how i prep how I talk to myself, what I look like before I go before I go in to see a client. Let them hear what that conversation is. Let them hear my response. To show yourself is the exposure. You know, we can we words words are power, 
so powerful, so powerful. But more than that is action. So when, just show up, just show up. You know, people are going to, you're going to teach so much just by being who you are, you know, just show up. Just showing up, being authentic. Thank you, Shannon. TM, I remember when we were on, you were at Fox and you got me on and doing the commercial. Um, I remember one of your interns and you introduced us and we ended up talking several times before she went back to high school. I mean, back to school during, during, the, during the fall. But the fact that I think she was 17, 18 years old, you took her under your wing, introduced her to me, and you gave her that exposure to an entrepreneur, to a business person, again, creating opportunities for her in the future. And we talked a lot after that. Yeah. That, was, that was a good time. That yeah. was good. I remember sitting in the set of Fox, Fox News and we took the picture. I still have it. Yeah. You know why? Because I see, I see myself in them. I see mm. myself in them. And it's my way of saying, you know, if I could tell them any, anything is like, I remember being so worried about, oh my gosh, what am I going to be in life? You know, what am I going to make of myself? And it's like, breathe, take a breath take a breath and it's all going to work out the way it's supposed to. All right, it working out, it working out. Since I've known you for a little bit, I remember you sharing with me that at one hot day when you were carrying that mail bag and you were hot and tired from mail carrier to sales executive. Wow, just get it done, huh? Just get it done. Just get it done. Just get it done. Just, just, just go ahead and move. You know, I remember when I got my first job at PHL 17, I didn't own a car. How in the world am I going to see clients? I certainly can't take public transportation, you know? And one weekend I, I borrowed money <laughs> to buy a car to start a job. People don't know that. I sat in that woman's office, like I'm the best candidate. Can you start on Monday? I can start on Monday. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'll be here on Monday. Showed up with my, you know, my first car was a, was a, was a red Toyota Tercel showed up. I didn't know my way around center city or Philadelphia to save my life. I, you know, I figured it out. You know, you figure it out. You make mistakes. You, you go, you know, you, you make a, the wrong turn and end up driving down the, the wrong road, but you know, you figure it out and you show up, you know? I love it. I love it. TM, I've been in a number of meetings with you, sales meetings, client meetings, book signings. Yeah. And whenever they do Q&A, I sit back because I know you have one. Mm. And every time I've been in that room, after you've asked, you always get a G, Q, T remark. And that G, Q, T stands for, great question, Tanya. Great question, Tanya. How, how do you, how does that mind work? The creativity, the way you frame, I know it drives them to you from a relationship standpoint, but it's always on point. Is there a purpose? Is there a secret recipe? Well, I think it's two things. One, I think is simple, sheer, pure curiosity. And the second thing is, is vulnerability. I believe I'm at my best, Jim, when I'm just vulnerable. 
you know? Say more, say more, say more, because people so, are afraid of that B word. I know, I know, and it is scary. But you learn more when you just go ahead and be vulnerable. How would you define it? I know how I would define it, but I'll do it after you. But how would you define vulnerability? Vulnerability is what's coming in my head is like being at the peak of a mountain, being at a mountaintop and choosing just to soar off, you know, just yeah. being vulnerable and willing to willing to fall, willing mm. to scrape your knee, mm. willing to, to make the mistake. You know, I do better in settings where someone says to you, go ahead and make the mistake. When at Pandora, when my new manager came aboard, the first, her first statement was, get over yourself. Basically, get over yourself. Go, just go on. Just make the mistake, say the thing, do the thing. And so I feel like I do have the kind of relationship where I can go ahead and say, here's what the client said. Here's what I said. Here's what happened. Here's the situation. Because I, I believe that I'm always going to look at it. I'm going to represent Pandora well. I'm yeah. going to represent myself well, you know? So Pandora is going to reap that bet. But I think to be vulnerable is to be willing to make a mistake. Absolutely. My yeah. definition is vulnerable is, I don't know how this is going to end up, but I'm doing it anyway. Right. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I'm moving in. Right. That's, that's I don't know the outcome. Right. But I'm moving in. Right. I'm not telling you I love you because I want you to say it back. I'm doing it because I love you. Yeah. Not sure what's going to happen. That's good. It's a powerful, powerful tool that people believe is a weakness. Well, I'm not going to be vulnerable. Okay. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. It's almost like saying I have no fears. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't fear. I don't fear anything. I, I have no fears. You and know? Speaking it's of vulnerable, for many of us, 2020 was character building. <laughs> it was game changing. It was sad. It was different. And as many people would say, it was unprecedented. What were some of the lessons you gleaned from last year and how are they showing up so far in 2021? Well, I think, I think the, the biggest lesson that I, that I got is um, one, uh, you know, here I am again with the spirituality, but God is real. You know, he, he's, he's, he's very real and he's in the midst of it. The second thing I got from it is that, um, you know, we, we can't lose hope. You know, we, we are called, each of us, and in, in, no matter what your title is, no matter what your role is, we are called to be salt and light. And you can't lose hope. You know, on January 6th, honestly, I felt so hopeless. I did. I had a moment of, of hopelessness. You yeah. know, I really did. I really did. You know, I was so disappointed to, to be an American, to be part of the United States. I wanted none of it. I wanted none of it. And, and then, you know, through conversations, through talking with people, through hearing, you know, this young woman, Amanda Gorman, speak mm. through the inauguration, through change. It's like, Tanya, don't you let these folks steal your joy. Because they didn't give it to you. So they <laughs> certainly can't take it away. Bam. 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 So, so don't lose hope. That, that's all you have. That's all you have. Don't lose hope. 
mm. well then I hope you do well in what we're about to do because we're going in the hot seat. Okay. The hot seat is the segment where I ask you or I give you a word or a phrase and you reply with one word. Okay. Not two, not a sentence. And this is not an experience or exercise where you think to talk. Your seat is hot. So whatever comes out, you ready? I'm ready. Word number one, resilience. Me. Hope. I'm not playing correctly. Hope. <laughs> um, light. Serve. Do it anyway. Black woman. Strength. Experience. Embrace. Risk taking. Do it. 2021. Oh my gosh. Make it all it can be. Tanya Murphy. Joyful. Vulnerable. Fall and go for it. Mm -mm -mm. Passion. Purpose. Tanya Murphy, TM, you are off the hot seat. Yes, yes, yes. Shannon, how'd she do? Shannon, how did she do in that hot seat? <laughs> Amazing. Speaking of hot, the chat room's so hot, I can hardly touch my keyboard. I can't even <laughs> scroll. Folks are saying, you know, the greatest shall be a servant. This is awesome, awesome. And thank God for your confidence. Love this, Tanya and Dr. James. Tanya, you dropped a ton of gems. So happy to be your colleague at SXM and Pandora, that comes from Nicole. Also, just folks are saying amen, love it, lead with love. Yes, powerful, inspirational, motivational. Yes, being authentic, even with those in power position, those who don't want to see what you have to share is so hard, but so critical to uh, remaining true to yourself and being there for those who are listening. Um, being authentic, unlock your purpose, show up. Everyone else is taken, powerful. I mean, folks are, it, Dr. James, I don't even know if we have enough show. With, I, I, we're going to have to hand, put handouts out, send out. I mean, we're going to have to go into overtime. Loving this conversation, so powerful. The ultimate storyteller. And Dr. James, I don't know if I can speak for you, but I feel as if, as you're doing your job, Tanya, I would imagine folks don't leave the room or having a conversation with you feeling sold to, that they feel very authentic, very impressed upon what you're offering because they don't feel sold to because you know what, you are walking in a brand and you're being true to yourself. And I would imagine that you won't quote unquote sell to a company or an, a product or an item for, that you don't believe in. And I imagine, I mean, at least in this hour that we've spent with you, that's what I feel, Dr. James. Nope, nope. Let me, can, can, let me, sh let me share this. <laughs> I was working with Coca-Cola. I don't work with them today. But when I was working with them, I grew up on Pepsi. Mm. When I was working with Coca-Cola, I, in good conscience, could not buy Pepsi. It's like my whole household. We no longer buy Pepsi product because Coke is helping to pay these bills. Yes, yes, I get it, I get it. I am all in. TM, I remember when you were working for um, the greater media and part of your coverage was sports talk radio. 
Yeah. You start watching the Eagles and the Sixers <laughs> and listening to the, the sports talk all in, right? Yeah. So it's funny because even when I was in management, I would make these sports analogies because I under I get sports from from that way. Like I understand the beauty of sports. And there's so many correlations between athletes and sports and who we are just as people. But yeah, I had to, you know, and my husband is a huge sports fan, as you know, my son, oh my God, like they live, eat, breathe sports. And I'm the cheerleader on the sideline. Like I'm going to clap when everybody else is clapping. I'm going to, you know, cheer when everybody else is cheering, but to call a play a play, I'm, I'm not that girl. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. Tanya, you mentioned Mark and Mark, two men in your life. Yeah. Tell us about the role they play i mean you're the only woman in that house and you got all that testosterone and you're still running things but i, I do know that they play a significant role um, one of our last conversations you were talking about mark and my best friend you said he's your yeah. best friend so talk, talk to us a little bit about that yeah mark is my best friend we met when we were teenagers and so we've grown up together and the, the wonderful thing is like i literally can tell him anything, anything. And it's safe. I feel confident that it's going nowhere and comfortable with him. He is my, he is my best friend. And it, it's been a process. You know, it's been a process. He also keeps me on my knees. I will say that. <laughs> but, but it's been a process. He's a wonderful guy. He leads with kindness. He, yeah. he leads with kindness. You know, he, he, he's a kind, gentle, soft, soul that that God knew I would need in my life. Mm. I, I remember when you brought him to um, the, the program you were putting on after um, the Eagles game, Dad's in the Field. Yeah. And um, I was the speaker and he just sat there and smiled and afterwards came up to me and said, thank you. I needed that. Thank you. And I can go on. I have my Mark stories, but he's a good guy. Good, good, good guy. Yeah. And, and my son, I'm telling you, my son is, he, he's pursuing a music career right now. You know, I would so prefer him to have followed directly in my footsteps. I think <laughs> he, he is literally, he's so good at selling and marketing. I remember one of my favorite stories is it's been some time now. One of my favorite stories about him is he was playing on a basketball team in our neighborhood and they were losing. And he went to his teammates and he said, you know, they were wearing black uh, jerseys on the other side was yellow. And he said to them, listen, when we go back out, change your, change the uniform, go from black to yellow. And he just wanted to change the energy. He wanted to Whoa. change the environment, you know? And, um, he, Marky doesn't, he doesn't care what people think. He is, um, you know, Frank Sinatra, he's doing it his way. And, uh, and I, and I just watch him and he gave me this bracelet that I'm wearing now for, for Christmas. And I normally don't wear jewelry every, every day, but right. I will never take this off. It says mother and son. And, um, you know, when we're not around each other, I just look at it and think of him and I'm so grateful. He did take after you because what you just described is what I've seen you do. The creativity, the, the risk taking, the vulnerability, not be, what's the quote? Be yourself because everyone else is taken and don't let someone's opinion of you become your reality. That's what you espouse. 
you do it. And obviously he's doing the same thing. And it sounds he's like- so much better than me. He, he's so much better than me. He really is. Look at you. Basically what you just said is what people say. When you say, I love you, they say, I love you more. Right, right. <laughs> I love you more. <laughs> you can't love me more than I love you. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. TM, you were talking about the lessons from last year. You, you shared what they were. How are they manifesting themselves now? I think it's, it's an every day. Like, every single day, we have an opportunity to show up. And you know what? I just want to slow down. That's what I learned about last year, too. It's just to slow down. And, and take it from a more simplified manner. You know, what little thing can you do to, to make a difference? What one simple thing can you do to change the environment, to change a conversation? You know, I felt like I was on a path of, you know, what is the one big thing? You know, the, the big thing. The, you know, we all have our small little worlds and it's like how we show up, how we choose to move about and walk in a but, certain way. Why should we slow down? We live in a world where people are nonstop, nonstop. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's the next big thing? I think if we're not intention intentional, when we when we're moving so fast, we 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 miss the moment. You know, I, we we miss the moment. You know, there are so many defining moments that we don't get a chance to pay attention to. When I was, when I was, you know, rearing my son, I felt like my feet were really never on the ground. When I look back, I feel like I was just, you know, moving and going and, and, and my feet were just never on the ground. You know, the other day, I just admired a sunset, you know, just to take the time to admire what's going on around you, you know? I, I love that statement, I call it a phrase that pays. Mm. Are we missing our moments? Yeah. Are we missing our moments? Because we're so worrying about our vision, the future, what we want to be. Yeah. How about what we are? Yeah. What we are. I remember one day, Greater Media, you, me, and Jim Brown mm -hmm. are in the office. We had just, I just finished my book, The No Excuse Guide. And we were talking about the book signing, how we were going to do a book signing. And I said, I don't want to do a standard book signing. I don't want to be in a store or I don't want to be in the mall or whatever. And I remember you were sitting there with your yellow dress on. I remember. And you said, let's go to Xfinity Live. It just opened up Xfinity Live, uh, a sports bar on steroids. And... I bought in right away, Xfinity Live. And I would have to speak, but continually turn around because there was no wall to, for, to be my back. Yeah. Just continually speak and turn around. Right. When I think of Tanya Murphy and her creativity, Xfinity Live comes to mind. Mm. Mm. That was a good time. That was, that was a great time. time. That was a great time. I, I think we, we, we have to challenge ourselves to, you know, think, out of the box, you know. I remember, you know, there was a time when, you know, some of my some of my best presentations, you know, were not standard. You know, I remember selling a retailer, and I did the whole presentation using puzzle pieces. You know, putting the whole thing together, you know, just by connecting the dots using a puzzle piece. 
you know. That's you. Yeah, just, you know, just trying to do something different, show up different, be remembered different. And you never know the nuggets that you drop. I got a, a, a new client. Uh, I'm not, it, the business hasn't closed yet. I'm still in the process. But she reached out to me. She said two different people, your name came up in two different conversations. I had to reach out to you. And so you just never know what you may say, what you may do that will spark a conversation to get referral that's going to help you later on. TM, that's a perfect segue. Perfect segue. We're at the point in the show where since I'm a speaker and I speak for a living, I asked our guests to do a keynote presentation mm-hmm. on empowerment, on vulnerability, on whatever. It, it's your last opportunity to give to serve narratively and your keynote will be all of 30 seconds and i'm talking to give you time to think but that time is up now i want you to look in that camera pretending like you have a mic you're on a stage whether it's virtual or in person and give your 30 second keynote. this has been a a gift i see myself as a marketer and as a marketer my purpose is to support brand leaders to help create demand for their product and for their service. The whole idea of that is so that businesses can realize a specific growth objective, a marketing objective, because the full purpose of advertising is to create a position of equity in a target market to a target audience. In addition to that, it is all about people. And so to work with someone that you know is going to give her all and put her all into the process will bring forth the confidence in you that you have invested in not just the right product, but in the right person who sees herself as an extension of your business. Wow. Wow. Can I I drop it? Can I drop it? (laughs) Drop that mic. Shannon, Shannon, she over here dropping pearls, boom, pearl, boom. (laughs) Again, the love that is going on in the chat room and your authenticity, great talk. People are congratulating you. And um, one of our viewers today says, you know, so amazing. My parents raised my siblings and I with that same mindset that people may not remember what you did or what you said, but they will always remember how you made them feel. So Miss Tanya, I think you've made an impression on all of us today. So I think all of us will leave in some shape or form today saying, if it weren't for Tanya Murphy, dot, 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 and we can each fill in the blank, Dr. James. Amazing, amazing. TM, whether it's, you know my quote, whether it's virtual or whether it's in person, some people like a room when they walk in and some people light up a room when they walk out. You certainly light up every room that you're in. Uh, I'm blessed to call you friend. I'm blessed to call you sister. I will continue to serve with you and continue to watch you do what you do because you do it fantastic. So thank you for being with us today. Thank you, brother. It's been a pleasure. What a gift. Thank you, guys. Wow, wow. And for our viewers, Thank you. 
Thank you for being here. Thank you for participating. When we do this show or started to put it together, we didn't just want to do an interview or just do a talk. We wanted to create an experience. And we, we look for people like Tanya, like Dr. G, like Major Ben, like Bob Weinhold, Cecil Johnson, all the people we've had, Cecily Wilson, all the people that we've had to come on the show to create experiences, to help you in their field, but also to help you in life. 2021 is just getting started. Think about the tips, the tools, the thoughts that Tanya shared. I hope you wrote them down. I want you to marinate on them. And then I want you to work on your TAN. And TAN stands for take action now. You know how I always end. You've just been impacted. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.